0: Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Before we get started, a couple of announcements. I'm doing a Steel Mace and Clubs workshop at Marshall Strength Training Academy in Branchburg, New Jersey on June 25th, where I will be featuring the infamous Adjustable Addicts Steel Clubs and Steel Mace, uh, doing a one-hour fundraiser event for firefighters for freedom and it's $25 and you get to come get your hands on these steel clubs and maces see what they're all about and i have a very special 1 hour of good training that we could do with that stuff you're going to love it so if you want to go to it you could go to martial strength training academy's website or you can go to my Instagram at SteelMaceNation, click the link in the bio, and then you'll see right there there's a button that says Steel Mace Workshop. And you click on that. Um, also, if you can't make that, there is a Steel Mace workshop that you can do online. It's at steelmacenation.com. All you have to go to go, all you have to do, sorry, is go to steelmacenation.com. And look under training, and you'll see there's, it's called the Steel Mace Workshop. Uh, Click on that, and then you get that program. It'll cover everything you need to know about Steel Mace. Also, uh, if you're interested in the website, there's t-shirts and hats. There's a couple of workout programs. There's also a membership site with follow-along workouts. Uh, That's about it, and we're going to get to this podcast. So thanks for tuning in. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Today is another solo podcast, no guest, and a short one for you. Uh, had some thoughts as I was working out this morning. Um, I work out in several locations around um, the areas of my travels. Uh, either I work out at the firehouse um, or I work out. There's a couple of gyms in, where, in the area where I live at the Jersey Shore, um, the one gym I pretty much use almost all the time, like 90% of the time is called the pit and it's in, uh, it's in Eaton town. It's right around the corner from my house and it's, uh, you know, I have the, uh, the 24 hour access to it. I don't go in and work out at two o'clock in the morning, but it's nice to know that I, I can, if I want to, um, my Actually, one of my thoughts is to go in at like four in the morning and set up cameras and do workout videos. But I just haven't been able to get up that early um, and be that, that spry and awake to actually do um, a workout video. But um, I used to be. I used to be that guy. It was crazy. Uh, not too long ago. Um, I was getting up three, four o'clock in the morning and training my ass off. And it was before I was actually using steel mace. It was just my, you know, weightlifting days. I was training, like punishing myself style training. And um, the audacity I had just to wake up early and go and train and and do that before, like a long, busy day of working or something. Uh, I, it was unbelievable. It was like I was uh, a, a shot out of a cannon, wild man, so focused, like a laser. And so I, I would sometimes get four hours of sleep and go train heavy and everything. Uh, those things, that a lot of that changed um, actually um, after my mother passed away from cancer. During her uh, time fighting cancer, um, I was still weight training and everything, but I was also, you know, taking her for her treatments and and going food shopping for her and, and you know, looking out for her. Um, I was sleeping over the night that she passed away. Um, and, you know, she passed away. And, of course, you know, I was very saddened by the whole event. And, and it took me several weeks to just start, you know, bouncing back, I would have to say I was in a bit of a depression for a while. And looking back on it, I realized now that uh, the three years that my mom was fighting cancer for, I was right there with her. And, you know, we tend to project a lot of our own feelings onto other people, but we also project what they have going on onto us. And I'm sure you in the audience, if you're listening, um, and you could bear witness to this because you've probably had somebody in your family or a close friend deal with a a serious illness like cancer. And, and then, you know, you can't help it, but you think, well, what if this was me, you know? So you're, you're, you're almost fighting, you're, you're almost fighting it with that person for the fear of it being you like, well, one day this is going to be me. And I need to fight it now because you're almost like fighting that future. I know it's not a good way to think, you know, it's very, it's, I guess, a little dark, it's a little pessimistic, but come on, you know, we don't, we don't live on goody, good candy drop lane. You know, life isn't all rainbows and unicorns. We know that. And, um, good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people and then whatever. So thoughts go through our minds, you know, but I was, I was like, I was angry, you know, angry. What my mom had to go through angry at the medical system. Um, And I just knew that I had to be strong and resilient for her. Um, I was on the fire department and, you know, the shift work was pretty, pretty um well let's just put it this way being at work for 24 hours locked in you disconnected you know and i've talked to other guys on the job and this this has come up when we come into work and we're there for 24 hours it doesn't matter what's going on in our personal lives you disconnect from it especially because of the kind of the nature of our job we have to be focused on what we need to do you know and um but then I'd come out of work, maybe three, four hours of sleep, exhausted. And then I'd go and I'd take my mom to chemotherapy and go food shopping for her and cut the lawn and do things around the house. And then I'd go home and I'd cut the lawn and do things around the house and go maybe food shopping again. And it was like this very um compressive force upon me. And I was working out like a maniac and sometimes people would be like, Hey, Fred, man, when you should take it easy, but you're going to burn yourself out. I said, I don't feel like I'm going to burn myself out. I feel like I'm doing the right thing. Uh, Other people go down the bottom of a bottle uh, or some other drugs, or they do something super self-destructive that only leads to more chaos. And with me, weightlifting and hitting it hard was a great outlet it kept me, um, it kept me well grounded, I believe, but between going and in, into work, between helping my mom with her cancer, between, uh, a newborn baby, uh, and, and, and between the, the hard weight training I was doing, I was burning the candle at, uh, the ends and in the middle and man, you know, during the time, it was straight-up warfare. And I I really, I look back on that time, and I'm almost like a different person. I had this strength and resilience and, and this I-will-not-be-beat attitude. Uh, no matter how bad I would get beat, I will not be beat. Be beat. It's kind of like a strange thing circling around there. And, um, yeah, so after my mom passed away that battle was over and I kind of like went through this deep dip. I guess you could say it was depression or something, but I look back on it now and I realized it wasn't really depression. It was the battle was over and there was a great loss and I no longer needed to fight anything. And because of that, I hit, I hit exhaustion. I think I just, my body let go and everything, my brain let go. And I, and my body, it was done. I had enough for that. And then, you know, I could have done it for 10, 20, 30 years, but since there was a finish line and my mom left this world into a better place, um, I, I had to recount all the events and think about all the stuff that happened and all the words and the, you know, there was a whole reckoning that had to go on, and I was, uh, and I was blown away by it. And um, yeah, you you just feel you feel like okay, this is it. I got nothing left, and I had to recharge my batteries, you know. And um, then the Steel Mace came along, and um, I started recharging my batteries. And the other thing too was to uh, podcast, and podcasting for me is a creative outlet. Um, I, if you guys follow my Instagram, you'll see sometimes I've posted up me playing guitar or bass and I'm not really good at it. I come up with quick little riffs sometimes and, you know, it, it's, I love playing, but I'm just not that good at it. I, you know, if you go on Instagram, look up guitar players, bass players, and other musicians, they do incredible stuff. Like it makes what I do looks like a ch- like I'm a three-year-old child, you know? But I do love to create. I love to write. I love to use my imagination. And you know, part of the creative process is doing, doing this podcast. And I love doing this podcast. I love thinking about something and starting to talk. And let me tell you, right now, right in the middle of this, I did not know I was going to be talking about what I'm talking about. What I was setting off on transmuted into something else. Um, I was inspired by something and I'm going to probably mention this, uh, during the podcast, but how I wound up here is, is an amazing experience. I just started going down this line and I spoke, I'm speaking from the heart. I had no intention of sharing the story of my mother's cancer and the fight that I had. I had no intention. That was not what I wanted to talk about. Um, but it feels good to be talking about it and sharing it with you guys, especially this late into the podcast series where I'm at 150 something episodes. I feel like the audience, you've gotten to know me and, you know, um, we know where we, we, we are at with each other. So, wow. Just an unbelievable thing to be able to riff like this. So now here we are. And um the, The original idea that I wanted to talk about was burning yourself out and, and, and how do we, you know, deal with that? So when we weight train, we can burn ourselves out and then we kind of lose interest in whatever it is we do, but you could do this. If you're a steel mace person, you could burn yourself out. If you do a lot of steel mace stuff, you could burn yourself out. If you do a lot of karate, um, but you find what you love and usually if you love it enough, it won't ever feel like a burnout. I think where we get burnt out with stuff we love, because I've surely love weight training and steel mace and kettlebells and stuff. And I feel like when I'm not working out, all I want to do is work out. Um, the, the thing is, I think we get, uh, we get too um, over analytical with it. And, you know, the thing about like say steel maze flow, um, you could get burnt out there because you're always thinking of these complex sequences, patterns. You know how you're going to connect the dots, and you, th- that's the same reason why you love it. You know it because it engages your brain, and you got to think and utilize um, your memory and and really focus, right? So you don't you don't mess up your flows, and you want to get that satisfying. Flow completed, you know, um, but at the same time you get so into it that it becomes such a big thing. Another example: um, I'm a big mountain biker, but I haven't mountain biked that much lately. And the only reason why is because it was getting too technical with it. I, you know, I I was getting too into the munition the minutia of it. Um. One thing that I recall, uh, not that long ago was I talked to a mountain biker and he said he took his little computer on his, you know, where he, where he rides and it it logs all his hours and how many miles and his heart rate. He just took that off and got rid of it. He said, I was too into my computer and beating the numbers and, you know, and for me, um, I've always used the computer and then I would write down my ride, like a little journal, how many miles. And then, yeah, I would go back to the same trail and say, OK, last time I did 17 and a half miles. I did it in 42 minutes. Uh, today, I'm going to do 17 and a half miles through the same ride, except I'm going to try to beat it so that I would race myself. And that's great and all, but you could burn out like that. And that's my whole point is when you start chasing numbers and things like that, it, even like, you know, um, uh, you look at pro athletes. I think the one thing that makes a pro athlete a pro is they could get into the trenches like that and get into the technical data and they could, you know, every workout has to have a, a, a goal and a, f- and a special place to get to. And they're constantly pushing themselves. You know, but that goes on for months and years, even. And you know, they'll they'll compete like maybe a couple times a year. Let's just say you're a mountain biker or a road biker. Um, you're going to compete a couple times a year, so you know you have to always be on. Your your training has to always be on, and you have to reach these certain points. Well, some people burn out from that and you know they can't compete well because they're burnt out from constantly chasing those numbers i think a lot of pro athletes are capable of not burning out they they're that's just where they like to be and they could do that for decades you know and that's what makes them such good athletes is their ability to stay on on that track and focus but a lot of people you know they they can't even follow um a 2,400 calorie a day diet for four weeks. You know, they burn out from tracking all their calories. They have to weigh their food, they have to measure, and they have to write down everything, they to calculate, and they have to make sure they're hitting their macros and all that stuff. And, you know, after two weeks, they're burnt out and they, they're just, uh, you know what? I'm just going to try to eat healthy. So they eat whatever they're supposed to eat. They just don't really know how much of what they're eating because they're not weighing it anymore. It's a big pain in the ass. It really is. And also you have to meal prep and get all your containers filled with the food. And then you have to transport it with you wherever you go. And you got to either you're eating things cold or you're using microwave all the time because, you know, it's at work or wherever. So, you know, people burn out from that. The people who do well with their diets are the ones that can consistently Stay on the ball longer, um, and so knowing that is an important thing. Like, what kind of person are you? Are you the type of person that can endeavor for two or three years following a strict meal plan or a strict program for your um, your road cycling or your mountain biking, or if you're a bowler, you know, and you are you compete in bowling, you know, can you consistently stay with the program? Um, And show up when you need to show up and be there even when you don't want to be there. Jiu-Jitsu, there's another one. You know, uh, a Jiu-Jitsu practitioner will do much better in that sport or that modality um, if they are consistently training one, two, three times a week, right? But are you the type of person that will burn out quickly if you are – Hitting it like that so often. And it's nothing where you need to be um, mad at yourself. Yeah, some people, they're just good at doing certain things. It, the whole point is knowing what kind of person you are, who you are, and then working with that. Um, to prevent burnout, you have to know what it looks like. So, you know, you're going to have to go down the road of burnout a few times to experience it and then you're gonna know better, right? But you can figure it out uh, quicker each time and then you'll see it coming and then you do something, change it up, the, you know, just change up your training enough so you don't burn out or just take a break. If you're training for a competition coming up and you just feel like you're burning out, you know, you're, you peaked too quickly. You know, you peak, You want to peak at the day of the at, of the race or the tournament, whatever it is you're doing. And um, if you feel like you're just grunging through it all of a sudden, well, you might have peaked too early. All right. Well, is it going to hurt you to take a week off and go do something else? I mean, seriously, if you got a, um, a Steel Mace uh, swing competition coming up, like the Vintage Strength Games, which is coming up uh, on July 2nd, in Florida, you know, the whole idea is, to, you know, in your training is to peak that day. A lot of people might peak a little early and then, you know, your swings just, you know, your heavy swings, you know, they, they, they start to feel like a grinding event going on here. You might do better just by taking, you got four weeks to go. You might do better just taking a week off, coming back into it, starting light and working up, working up again. Uh, so that way you peak on the, on the, on the day that you need to that's not necessarily the way to do it it is a way to do it um it's all individual everybody has to figure out where they're at and you know the whole idea of this episode was just to kind of put that out there uh get a discussion going um you know it's funny like i do a lot of these episodes where i think i'm going to solve a problem or something but more or less what I'm doing is just spitballing with you, the audience. I'm just kind of tossing it out there. And I'm not claiming I know how to do something, but I love the idea of analyzing something and thinking about it. And, you know, hey, if something like uh, burning out um, is a real thing for real people all around the world, well, let's talk about it. Let's let's see what it is about it that becomes a problem. Because it doesn't actually need to be a problem, even if it's happening, even if you notice you're burning out, it doesn't have to be a problem. Nothing actually has to be a problem. It's only when we decide it is a problem and we and then we react to it that way. Um, you know, we're steering a ship through the sea of life. And sometimes there's icebergs. Sometimes there's debris. Sometimes there's typhoons and all kinds of stuff that we have to figure out how to get around or go through. And we just do it. You know, it's just part of going out into the ocean. You, you know, you're going to possibly come across uh, obstacles, right? So, it's nothing to get over emotional about or react to in a negative way. It's all about understanding where you are and how to how to navigate. All right, guys, that's it for this one. Twenty minutes, not too bad. Um, let me know if you like the shorter podcasts, and uh, I'll do more of them. Just uh, mention it down below in the um, in the um, you know the area where people mention things. And um, make sure you please check out SteelMaceNation.com and also the sponsor of a podcast, which is AdexClub.com, Adjustable Maces and Clubs. And um, that's it. Make sure you share and follow and see you at the next one. I am hitting the end button and we are ending this. Here we go. End meeting for all. Boom.